spot again and again, whoever comes in. So there's this, uh, so it's a famous thing, and she had it on a wall, and I walked in to do a talk, and I read it, the, the English translation, I said, wow, it got me inspired. And it starts as, gone, 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 to the other shore. Now the other shore means sort of like awakening or whatever, yeah? Gone, 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 to the other shore, on having arrived at the other shore, on never having left, yeah? You get it? So, gone, gone, gone to the other shore, when you seem to arrive at the shore, it tells you on having never left. Yeah. So let's, if you look at it, if you hear, if you get the idea of on having never left, at least two out of the three gones are gonna be gone. It's not gonna be gone, it's gonna be gone, eh, whatever, you know. It's not gonna be gone, gone, gone to the other shore because you already realized you haven't left, yes? So you would cut out all the first sentences and just start with on having never left. Because that's where you seem to arrive, yeah? So you're arriving, when you arrive at the essence of the message, the message itself tells you you've never left. So actually, have you arrived there? Exactly. That's the whole point. The whole point, it would take no time to arrive at where you already are. The mind can say, oh, we arrived, and I just keep going, blah, blah, blah. Exactly, arrived, but you're not that. That's no, the beauty that's, of it. That's and then if you feel like there's a moving towards it, and that's said to be you, you're not that either. Yeah? If you just see you're not one you're not that, one ring of you're not that, you're in you're not that. You have to let the ring drop farther back. So you see you're not that, and you also see you're not that which just said it's you're I'm not that. Yes? And then after two or three or four or five or none, or seven examples, there's gonna be like a hundredth monkey phenomena, you're gonna get something. You're gonna realize that which you're not is gonna be presented wherever that which you are is, yeah? But that which is presented will never be before what's seeing it. So you are the seeing of what you're not. You are the seeing of what you're not, and there's nothing that's seeing that. Yeah? There's nothing that's seeing the seeing. The seeing is of what you're not. There's nothing that can see the seeing. Yeah, because you are that, yes? So you see an example. Maybe you need three examples, but it, then it leaps into a recognition. You recognize the pattern or the habit or the mechanicalness of it, yeah? So people call me, they used to call me all the time. We have a statement we like to use called selfing. Yeah? First of all, first, because some people may never have heard of non-duality. Yeah, so this is, there's never a, there is no, there are not any non-duality meetings. They're really duality meetings, yeah. Where would you, where's the non-duality meeting? Tell me. It's a duality meeting. So non-duality, non means not, and duality means two, yeah? So the whole message of non-duality is a negation of duality. And the duality is rooted in dualism. 
in subject object. Yes. So here, they're seeing just your basic day. They're seeing, yes? Hearing, feeling, tasting, touching, thinking. Let's say, but let's look at the first five sense, sense ones. Seeing, hearing, feeling, tasting, touching, thinking. Something arises after that and then looks at the seeing and it says the seeing implies a seer and seeing, yeah? That's subject object. Seeing is what's happening, but then something reacts to that and says there's a seer and seeing when all there is is seeing, yeah? So the verb is seeing, something claims the seeing to imply a noun. And then now noun is the subject and then the scene is the object. This is what non-duality is negating. It's saying not to. That's all it's doing. There's no, non-duality does not point to anything other than two-ness. It's pointing to two-ness so you see you're not that and in seeing you're not that, you find out what you are. What you are does not need a description of what it is. It needs a description of what it isn't because it's in the act of being identified as what it isn't. So you describe to what it is, what is, what it ain't. So that it goes, hey, I may not be that. Yeah, because the stubbornness of what you're not is to the point what you're not is looking for what you are. It's using what you are to look for what you are. And there's warnings in spirituality to say this doesn't work. Hawaiian Po, a great Zen master from China, said you can't use the Buddha to seek the Buddha. So the identification is what you're not, but say in this sentence would be the Buddha would be what you are. So now what you're not is using the Buddha to look for the Buddha. Yeah. Hawaiian Po says you can do this for eons, nothing's going to happen because you're using yourself to find yourself. The way it seems to make sense is you're identified as something other than you. So that identification disguises to the Buddha that it's the Buddha, and now the Buddha is using itself to find itself. And when Hoang Po would say this, let's say it was, it was at a meeting like this, and there's Conrad, and there's Bill, and there's Paul, and there's Mary and Jill, Hoang Po didn't see Bill, Mary, Jill, Paul. It saw the Buddha. And it wasn't trying to talk to Bill, it was trying to talk through Bill to the Buddha. It wasn't wasting, to talk to you about the Buddha goes freaking nowhere. To talk to, to the Buddha about you goes somewhere. Yeah. So there's a direction. Non-duality has a direction in delivering it. And the direction is negation. It's not affirmation. It's not affirming all you are as consciousness because what's not is going to be hearing it. So we want to turn that on to what you're taking yourself to be and see yourself from what you are instead of looking for what you are from what you're not. It's a simple thing, simple little, suddenly the cart is, here's the horse in front of the cart. Freaking makes, it makes sense. You see blue is blue, you see red is red. Things become very freaking clear. Not with any effort of thought and no vigilance needed to keep it in place. You are that. Yeah. So the mental state, I've seen it. I've seen the whole fucking thing. Yeah. Here's seeing, 
here's feeling, here's touching, here's tasting, tasting, here's smelling. There's no volition in any of it, yeah? Your opinion that you didn't want to smell something is after you smelled it. Your opinion, oh, I didn't want to feel that, was comes after you feel it, yeah? Your idea, oh, I didn't want to see that, you saw it first, yes? The seeing, hearing, feeling, tasting, touching is, a, is verbing, yes? Seeing, hearing, feeling, tasting, touching. When you were a baby, that was what was happening. There was seeing, hearing, feeling, tasting, touching. The brain developed, and then there was an interpretation of the seeing to imply a seer seeing. That's dualism. That's the mother and father of duality, and non-duality is negating that. That's all it is. It's negating the two-ness that we assume to be the case. Yeah? That's all. It's not saying there's a oneness, because you are that. Yeah? But describing what you are to what you're not does not go anywhere. It just confuses what you're not. Because what you're not's experiences, it feels separate, it feels like it's the thinker, and then when it says, oh, all there is is love, that's not your freaking experience in Tuesday in fucking Oakville. <laughs> it isn't, so you get confused, yeah? No, let's talk about what you're not so that you can hear it from what you are. Because what you are is everywhere, I can't miss it. I can throw this way, up this way, I don't have to look. Doesn't matter. All I need to know is the length of your mental hand arms, and I know I can throw it over your head. And then hopefully it will get through you to you. Yeah. That's the whole point. And if there's no if that direction isn't set, I don't give a shit what's set afterwards. Because if you don't see this, you're looking from it. If you don't see this heist and you start after the heist, you're looking from it. Now you're doing exactly what Hoang Po is warning you. You're using the Buddha to seek the Buddha. You're using light to seek light. You're using mind to seek mind. Would a master say that to anyone other than mind, light, and Buddha? Would it be appropriate to say, tell Steve, hey Steve, stop using mind, light, Buddha. Steve's been practicing Buddhism for 30 freaking years. He's trying to use the light of mindfulness to do this and that. But he doesn't see Steve. He sees the Buddha. So Steve, it would be very appropriate. Yeah, use mind, use light, use the Buddha to seek the Buddha. Because you're not the Buddha. But in this case, we are the Buddha. Yeah? This is the dilemma. We, you and I can know anything that's not us. We can. We can experience what, what, what's not us. We can understand what's not us. We can apply that to what we are. We, can, we are relegated to the only possibility which is being it. And we are being it now. It's, the problem is the thought system doesn't think so. And we have great faith in the thought system because it's about us as what we're not. And the real addiction is the mind's addiction to the idea of being the doer, the thinker, the feeler, the taster, and the toucher. It is. That's the addiction that sets off all the need for relief that produces the other addictions in this place. Because we never get to the root of the problem because we're identified as it. This is what happened with me. 
in recovery, I'd come out of recovery. I had never come out of recovery. I'm still in recovery for 30 something years. <laughs> so we have a statement, being convinced, which means to believe with certainty. And when I talk about self, it's not like the huge self of Ramana or something. I'm talking about the feeling of being the doer, the thinker, the have, or the loser, yes? That feeling that's attributed or pictured as a body, that's what I'm talking about. That sense of being a long-lasting, independent, separate thing, that's what I'm talking about self. I am not talking about the ego, no freaking way, yeah? The ego is an objectification by self about a false self, yeah? It's the sense of ownership. It's that feeling that arises when there's something that happens through this body. You feel like it's you, yeah? When you're seeing something, you feel like you're the seer of it. That sense, that's what I'm talking about, yeah? So it says, being convinced that self manifested in various ways is what has defeated us. And this is a conclusion most active addicts go to or end up at. They realize any life run on self-will is hardly going to be a success because it hasn't been. And they get to a point where they realize when they've hit their bottom that something has defeated them. Yeah? And they've been calling it me the whole freaking time. So here it was. Self manifested in various ways as has defeated us. So he's talking about something called self and us. Yeah? This one idea seems to manifest through us and defeat all of us, but the same idea. So self manifesting in various ways is what has defeated us. If we're convinced of that, we're gonna look at its common manifestations. So in AA, we do, a re we do an inventory, and the first three common manifestations we look at are resentments, fears, and how we harmed people in the pursuit of what we wanted, yeah? So we just look at our life and we check these things out with the hopes that we'll see how self defeated us by its manifestations, yeah? Because there is no self to defeat us. It's the manifestations of self that defeats us, yeah? All right, so now, if you see that, then self sounds to be like other than us, yeah? So when, so we start doing these inventories and, and what happened with me is I saw self as a foreign installment, yeah? Or as a parasitical movement. At, no matter what it is, it was other than me. And as soon as I saw it was other than me, a possibility appeared, which is I can be free from it. And then what happened is a download about how much I had been trying to be free as in my life. Since I've been six years old, I've been trying to get out of me as me. That was the bondage of self. It was explained in a second. It was incredibly concise and perfect. And there was, it, it has never come up for debate. It doesn't get reviewed every year. It just was an absolute convincing. <laughs> and so we have a statement in recovery called self can't get out of self, which is very similar to you can't use the Buddha to seek the Buddha. So you can't get out of a system as the system. Yeah? I'm saying we're, the, this whole situation is the mental state is in the act of being identified as self and it's quicker than any process that you can apply to it. Any pro no, hold on a second, okay. yeah, I didn't yeah, get up, way after the riff. Yeah. Any process 
is going to be beat by that process. So if you try to do yourself out of it, it's going to use all that doing to imply the doer. If you try to meditate yourself out of it, it's going to claim the meditation to imply the meditator. Yes? So you're trying to get out of it is the bigger in it. Yeah? So Ramana has a beautiful statement, Ramana Maharshi. He says, hmm, there's a presupposing of a non-existent thing basically being existing. Yeah? So there's a mix-up with the subjectivity in the object. Yeah? So there's a presupposing of a non-existent thing that wants to get salvation for the non-existent thing. Yeah? He says, if this is the case, your spiritual practices themselves are reinforcing the non-existent thing. How can they destroy it? Fucking put those shoes on. If they fit, wear them. There's an identification with what is existing to what's not existing, the body. Yes? Subjectiveness, object, duality. It's actually called dualism in this situation, and then it projects duality. Yeah? That's the whole negation of non-duality. It's not saying there's one, it's just saying there's not two. There's not subject-objectness. Yeah? So, this presupposing, and the pre is very important because it means it's assumed now and then it's, and then it's historically assumed. Yeah? So when I feel like Paul, I feel like I was Paul, and I feel like I'm going to be Paul. It's an incredible move. So right now, the presupposing of Paul occurs, and when it's assumed, it's assumed, and it's always, I've always been Paul, and I'm always going to be Paul. Yeah? So there's that sense in spirituality, you must have it in yoga, the I am. There's the I am, there's undeniable on this, yes? So what happens with the mental state? It can't get rid of that, but what it does, it perches on it. So it goes, I was Paul, I will be Paul, therefore I am Paul. And now the I am is being used to reinforce that it's I am Paul. It's a mind-boggling, incredible move. Yeah? It, it does not arrive at I am Paul. The I am is there. It arrives there by going, I was Paul, I will be Paul, therefore I am Paul. If you see this, you won't be looking from it. If you see it, you're not of time. The seeing that sees this process is not of time, because this is the quickest process in time. The brain takes a very, like maybe a second, or a second and a half to produce the sense of self. As soon as there's consciousness of an action, it implies an actor. That to me is the bondage of self, yes? So now, I'm taking myself to be something else, and I'm looking for myself as an object to the false subject. So I'm looking for the truth as if I'm going to arrive there, as if it's in like Idaho or somewhere, you know? Or the void as if it's like an address in Kansas City, yeah? Everything becomes conceptual, and all the wanting to know what you are from what you're not reinforces what you're not. All the knowledge that's acquired 
and claimed by what you're not is reinforcing not the truth but what you're not. All the knowledge of the truth is being used to reinforce what you're not. So let's turn that truth onto what you're not. If you see what you're not, you're going to find out what you are. Instead of trying to find out what you are from what you're not, you will find out what you are from what you're not. Yeah. When you see it's not you, you're going to find out what you are. You do not need knowledge of yourself. You're being it. Knowledge is the booby prize. Knowledge, knowledge can fucking disappoint you. But that which is always available at all times, right where you are, with no requirement necessary to meet it, that's reliable. Yeah? Yes. So you know the problem from the solution. That's the simple way. Instead of trying to find the solution from the problem, you know the problem from the solution. Yeah? You see it from what you are, and it reveals what you're not. Instead of looking for it from what you're not, which is never going to reveal what you are. And there is a distinction in delivery. Because when I first was going to satsangs, everyone was describing what I am. All I am is consciousness, all this. But it was being claimed by what I'm not. I knew it wasn't going anywhere. I was at a talk from a guy from a Zen lineage, and he had a famous saying in Zen, uh, I'm like a man standing by the river selling water. And then he started laughing. He says, it's even funnier than that. I'm a man standing in the river selling water. And I walked out of there and never went back because I caught myself, yeah, I'm as wet as fucking hell at a meeting of how to get wet. <laughs> What's the freaking point? So, hmm. people who see me for years, I've never changed because when I hit this message, it truly was clear that there's no point to go further without seeing this, or you'll be looking from the problem. If you don't catch it, you'll be trying to catch everything from it. Yeah. And that hasn't changed over the years, and I'm open to have new information. I am. I'd much rather be able to do exciting shit and write blogs about it and get a lot of people to come and pay a lot of money to see me. But in fact, I don't see it that way. I see this as a simple invitation, and hopefully, by hearing it enough times, it's sort of like a spiritual sperm. Yeah, you're trying to release a lot of information. When we do a talk, we never take a two-minute. Let's take a deep breath and close our eyes. The fucking head regroups. You want to overwhelm it with fucking information so that you break through its defense. Yeah. So it gets caught unaware and then the message gets through. So just like they send tons of sperm out to get to the egg, we're sending a lot of spiritual sperm and all it takes is one of these ideas to hit the mother egg and then the mother egg conceives an idea. I may not be that. And yeah, and immediately after that conception, another idea appears. I can be free from it. And then it will be revealed you've been trying to be free as what you're not for a long freaking time. All the blame you put upon yourself, all the reason you didn't do enough, you should have stayed at that retreat longer, you should have held the posture longer, you should have meditated longer, it's all baloney. 
It has nothing to do with length of time. If the mistake is in place, it doesn't care how much time or how little time, it's still the fucking mistake. Yeah? See it from what you are, and you'll see what you're not. And you'll see it as an activity, what you are is entertaining, really. It's delivered by the thought all day, the thought system, the narration, the playing thing in your head is constantly talking as if you have a lot to do with a lot of shit you have nothing to do with. It's constantly claiming ownership when it doesn't have any ownership. It's constantly claiming a, a, a position before when it's always coming after. You catch it. He's, who else is going to catch the thief for you? You think someone who's caught the thief can catch it for you? No fucking way. You see it. You see it. Yeah. And it doesn't happen. There's not a realization. As Ramana says, it's always realized. So basically, if you believe it's happened to you, when it happens to you, it tells you it's always been that way. So has it happened to you? It's always happening. There's never not a point when it's happening. It's always available at all times, right where we are, with no requirement necessary other than the ones we fucking believe. And the whole point of these messages is to lose interest in all those fucking requirements, and then you know what? You'll be exactly where you wanted to arrive for this whole time. And it won't be look like anything you were hoping for. And it'll be too fucking late. <laughs> it's gonna be ordinary from then on. <laughs> the mental state has no interest in this, none. It wants to be there, it wants to see its profile in the silhouette of fire, fireworks, fucking phenomena. This is ordinary dog shit awareness. You're fucking never, never gypped. You're always here, sleeping, awake, supposedly unawake. You're always here. There's no, you've realized, you, there's no need to try to get into the moment. You can't be out of a moment. You cannot be out of a moment. It's impossible. And you don't have to get out of what you're not in. You are not a doer. You are verbing. That's what we are. We're seeing, hearing, feeling, tasting, touching, and way beyond that. There's no nouns to be found. The mental state makes up a noun. And this is the presupposing. There's verbing, the verbing's claimed, a noun is implied, and then it's presupposed before the verbing. And then people call me up, they've heard the idea of selfing, and they call me up, hey Paul, I've been selfing all day. That's the product of selfing. They feel like they're the one that's doing it. Or they call me up, selfing's driving me crazy. Or they feel like they're the one that's being done to by it. The noun has now been presupposed, and their whole story is from the noun being first and the verb being second. You have, to, if, if this isn't corrected, nothing's gonna correct down the road. Everything is going to emphasize the nounness. It's verb, verbing, 
mental state claims it, implies a noun, the noun is presupposed, and then the, the narrative supports that fucking linear story. And, and you see yourself having the guilt of doing shit that you never even fucking did. Especially in the, in the life of an addict and a, and a fucking drug, alcoholic, they realized that when they were under the influence, they were apt to do almost anything to anybody, and yet their head is still busily garnering guilt and shame based on those behaviors. It's unbelievable. There's no forgiveness. There's no fucking forgiveness. You're held, you're still sentenced in, the, in those courts. Yeah. I haven't done almost any of those behaviors I would do is do, doing every day while under the influence. Yeah. Yet the head still wants to harvest guilt and shame based on that shit. There is no self-forgiveness, there's forgiveness of self. You see that which you're not as not you, and there's acceptance around you, finally, yeah? If it's you, it's gonna be like an urban renewal project for fucking ever. When you see it's not you, forgiveness is available. It's the seeing of, I believe, we are the seeing of what we're not. That's what I believe. I do not believe there's a seer. I don't think there's any noun anywhere. There's seeing. Yeah. Or the seeing I'm speaking of is awareness. Yes. There's awareness. There's nothing that's aware of awareness. There's awareness. So you see what you're not and things get clear like that. Yeah. And then you're established, and the fact of that we're all awake, you're awake to that fact, instead of seemingly being asleep to it. Being asleep to that fact doesn't change the fact, we're awake. You can seem to be unawake, but you're still awake, yeah? Or you can be awake to that fact, it's that simple. get this across so much because uh, when I was going to satsang I didn't hear it and if I did hear it it wasn't emphasized and I think it deserve, uh, deserves a lot of emphasis in any form of satsang I do because the quickness of the mental state claiming to be you is really fucking something else and its stubbornness is really something fucking else. And the only thing that can beat it in drawing is something of timelessness, yes. And I believe that's what we are. We can see what we're not, which is presented and produced in time from timelessness. That possibility is available, yeah? But most of us are trying to look for timelessness from time. just switch and maybe something that seems so difficult to stabilize will be established yeah the background will be the foreground and the foreground will move to the background yes 
and then all the mental movements that imply you, that you won't be implied to what you are. You won't buy it. It's like I had a thing, you know, once I uh, was going around the world, I had nowhere to live, so I was going around the world, going back to Australia. Went to Turkey. Turkey, uh, in Istanbul, there's uh, some famous places like the Blue Mosque and the Sophia, and they're close by, this is a big area, and I met some people at the guest house and we went there together. And then a very suave looking guy with a suit came up to us and said, and spoke really good English, said, hey, I'd like to show you around. And I was a little suspicious, but I said, all right. So he took us around, he pointed out stuff and it was great. And then he brought us to this red brick building with a door, knocked on the door and a guy got the door open and a guy looking just like him was there. And then we were passed like a baton over to the new guy, never to see the other guy. And he brought us into a rug emporium, yeah? And oriental rugs. And they had some beautiful rugs. And there's about 11 guys with the same type of suit started bringing rugs out. And they would say, oh, what's your name? I go, Paul. And they go, Mr. Paul, do you want you know, Turkish coffee or apple juice? I want apple juice. They bring apple juice. And they start swirling the rugs. And they're throwing them down, the lights on them. They're beautiful. And it goes on for hours if you sit there. Yeah, but the thing is, I had an immunity because I had no flaw, F-L-O-R. I didn't live anywhere. So I wasn't interested in buying a rug because it, sound, it seemed fucking insane to buy a rug without a flaw. So there I was, and I mean, it was And they go, well, you know, I told them, hey, I, I don't have a flaw. They, well, you can put it on a wall. I don't have a wall. So they said, well, we can fold it up and you can put it in your backpack. I'm, I'm not going to go to Thailand with a fucking Oriental rug. Yeah, it just doesn't make any freaking sense. So I had a built-in immunity to the whole advertising, go rather beautiful, yeah, because I was very clear on one fact. I don't have a house, yeah? I don't need a rug. So this is the same thing. If the thing is in place and there's a taking to be what you're not, then all the narrative is just reinforcing it. Yeah? It's just reinforcing it, repetition, repetition, repetition. It just faints and you fall into place, yeah? But if you're not there and you're before there, yeah, then you see it as an advertisement. And there's a possibility of having no interest in buying the product. When you're taking yourself to be the product, it's not seen as a sales job. It's a reinforcement of the product. Yes? The product makes the reinforcement very enticing. So you're in this very weird loop. When you're in, you can't get out. Yeah? But if you're out and you're looking in it, you can realize you're not in. Yeah? If you're in, you're not getting out, but if you're out looking in, you realize you're not in it. That's where the freedom lies. Yeah? And now you see the head as advertising. Yeah? Or as we say in recovery, false evidence appearing real, an acronym for fear, you see it as false evidence. And it actually can be transformed, not transformed because it's the audience that makes it what it is, you can see CNN as Comedy Central, really. That's what it turns into. The same information that was like news flashing all day, you're fucked, you're never gonna be good, whatever it is, now it's like a parody, like uh, 
land shark, you know what I mean? Uh, pizza, and then you open it, there's a land shark, big shark, you know? You know there's the shark. You're not opening the door anymore. <laughs> Even if you're interested in pizza, you don't open the door because you know it's the land shark. <laughs> and you'll know the tree by its fruit. You'll know the problem from the solution. You won't be hoping for relief, you'll be living from relief. And I'll tell you, I humbly believe most spiritual enthusiasts, if they were content and satisfied, would lose complete interest in a lot of the shit they seem to be so incredibly interested in. I feel it. I don't think there's very, very few spiritual, great spiritual seekers here. I don't. I think most of us, we just don't feel content and satisfied and the mind is just ripping us a new one all day, and we have a difficult time having an immunity to it because we think we're the topic it's always talking about. It's difficult turning a channel when you're hoping it's gonna be about you. Yeah, yeah, so, if you took a blood test of me right now and you checked out for spirituality, there'd be .00.00 signs of it. I have no interest in spirituality whatsoever, as it's presented in this world, none, no freaking way. Because I see, I saw exactly what they were warning me about. I saw, I've been using the Buddha to seek the Buddha. I've been using light to seek light. I am the light, I am the Buddha, I am mine. I can't use myself to find myself. And I'm not busy finding it, I'll be busy expressing it. Yeah, that's pretty cool. And then I'll know the word serenity and understand peace, and enjoy peace of mind, and, you know, never get chipped again never believe I could be out of anything that I'm in, and never believing I'm into something I can't be. And yeah, whatever I say. It's beautiful, man. It's such a beautiful... And you could never... See, you're wanting to arrive there is, is the reason why it's not available. Seriously. We can't get ourselves out of the equation. <laughs> We're living a mathematics and the primary number is one. That's why the equations don't add up. The mathematics, the true mathematics, the primary number is zero. Zero. Nothing is everything. Yeah. Nothing is everything. So. And it's not like you're doing it because it's just revealed. It's already in place. You don't have to do a damn thing. All the doing is about what you're not. <laughs> you don't have to do a damn thing about what you are. You're being it, yeah? You think you can amplify the light by using the light to do it? It doesn't work that way, yeah? So, oh, it's the last night of this little tour. I'm getting pissed off. I try to say this as clear as possible and it still doesn't matter because you're the dreaming here. You're gonna make it what it is. But that's why I keep coming back live because I, you gotta be an ear doctor, you do. 
you got to really check out how people are hearing it because I if it's I if you're gonna categorize me with a with a bunch of stuff that I don't agree with in a sense or at least the direction of it I'm gonna have to say something in the only venue I have which is here yes I am NOT talking about what we are I'm talking about what we're not yeah I don't want a description of what you are I don't want to leave you a description of what you are because I know what you're not is claiming to be the hero of it. I want to direct, change the direction. Let's look at what we're not from what we are. And I'm saying most of us are looking from what we're not, looking for what we are. And that's the illness of spirituality. I think I was clear, yes? That's all you can do, really. What, communication is difficult because here we're all the dreaming. So you're going to make everything what it is to you. Yeah? The only way, if you feel uh, an honoring of the message, it brings about a responsibility of attempting to say it as clearly again and again and again with the hopes that it gets translated you know, close to the facsimile of what was being presented. Yes? And the live is the best, because there's a feeling in it, there's a feeling in it that you can't get out of the book. And you can't, it's not gonna, you're gonna be running the YouTubes, you're gonna run the videos, yeah? Everyone loves dead masters because they don't talk back. You want to have something fucking live. Because when people call me up and they tell me they understood, this was a beautiful one. It was a perfect, it would be a perfect illustration if we had an illustrated book. So a guy who knew me, had heard from me a lot, said, came and he said, all right, Paul, I get selfing and I get self, but let's call it Pauling and Paul. So he goes, uh, how on a bad day? How much is Paul Pauling? Like eighty percent, ninety percent, and on a good day, how much is Paul Pauling? Like ten percent, fifteen percent, and he went on and on and on. He says, "No, bro, you don't see it. The Pauling is being used to imply the Paul. Paul is not Pauling. There's Pauling being claimed to imply the Paul. You see, the presupposing." is the Paul being before the Pauling. Selfing is the closest thing you're gonna arrive at as self is selfing. Selfing is a verb that implies a noun. How we, how we categorize all of the selfing is if you go, if there's your attention goes, not yours, the attention goes into memory, into perceptual interpretation, into thoughts, you will always find those systems in the act of being identified as self. That's their living verbing. That's their programming. So when you remember you, when you go to a memory of you, you're pictured as a body, yes? If you want to picture yourself three years ago in Hawaii, do you see yourself as spirit there? You picture, you see yourself as an object, yeah? Oh, there I am on, uh, you know, at the beach in, in Kauai, yes? 
when you're thought about, you're thought about as a doer, as a thinker, as a feeler, as a taster, as a toucher. Yeah? You're thought about as a noun. Sometimes you feel like you're the thinker, which is a subject identified as an object, or sometimes you're, thought, you're the thought about, which is an object being afflicted by a subject. Yes? It's dualism. Be both movements, yeah? When something is, you're doing it or being done to by it, you're playing both roles, subject, object, yes? This is, this is the negation of non-duality. That's not so. It's not 8,000 pages after that, it's just not so, yeah? So this thing, so the verbing claimed then the noun is produced, and then the noun is presupposed before the verbing. That's really the move, yeah? And because as this noun, as this idea of being Paul, we're trapped in a linear understanding of time, we believe there's a past, a present, and always inexorably moving to a future, it's very easy for us to be fooled when something uses which came after and is implied to be before it can do a switcheroo, yeah? So it's sort of like, let's say there's consciousness and then the mental state is chumming, you know, like they do with sharks, they throw a lot of chum on the surface of consciousness. And then consciousness, as we are, arises and takes the bait. And it feels, immediately as it takes the bait, it feels like a fish, yes? And it also feels like a historical fish and that it's gonna be a future fish. That's exactly what it is, yeah? The narration is pointing to you as a thing, as a doer, da-da-da-da. If you take the bait, you're not only a doer, you were a doer, and you're going to be a doer. <laughs> you're bounded by time. <laughs> Do you think there's going to be a time when you'll be free? No fucking way. The freedom is before that. In timelessness, none of this has happened. Yeah, that's the only place of freedom. Freedom doesn't come after bondage, it's before bondage. That's where the freedom lies. It's before bondage. <laughs> that's beautiful. So, yes, that's it, I think. Any, do you have any questions? I could go on and on, but I don't like, it can turn into beating a dead horse. It's an invitation. I have too much faith in you to go over it again and again and again. I do. I have too much faith in what you are. You walked in here to serve the spiritual subpoena. You just, your court date is overdue. <laughs> yeah, yes. I never heard you talk about neti neti approach, right? Like, and this, this is what we're doing, isn't it? Kind of, but not. We're not doing it. But See, if you were doing it, that would be something in neti neti. It would be this going, not this, not this. All of while being not this to begin with. <laughs> There's no way to do that. Okay. Yeah. Okay, fine. It's like self-inquiry in a way. Yeah, you ever heard of that, right? Self-inquiry, who am I? Yeah, yeah. Or questioning from whence you come. Really, you're using what you're not. There's what you're not is asking what you're not. So what you're not is going, who am I to what you're not, 
with the hope with the hopes that both of them indicated. Yeah, yes. Sort of yes, exactly. So then, what's always there becomes obvious for maybe a second in time. Yeah. But it's not the obviousness doesn't imply its length of duration. You only think it's a second, but that was an infinite moment. And the mental state will go, oh, I'm not, I'm not. I'm of not. course, but you're not that. <laughs> See, yeah, the problem, I mean, who cares what the mental state does? Yeah. What happens is there's an, a, there's an identification as you doing this and that. Yeah. Yeah. And therefore, it's set up that you have to stop doing this and that for there to be peace. That's a fucking requirement. Once there's one requirement, it'll be lengthened. There'll be more requirements, and now suddenly you're ten thousand miles away from where you never left. Yeah. yeah. Yes. So from the time we're born, uh, we basically are a blank slate, and throughout our life, through society and that, we, I guess what your message is, we nurture a, a lot of false. Well, I don't they agree read. with that we were born, first of all. Yeah. Yeah. You don't I don't. Never, no. No. Okay. I don't. Well, I mean, from the time we're very young, let's say. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. Start all right, but I just want, we'll go with the relative take, yes. Okay. So before I were very young, yes. Yeah, well, the thing is, something that's false doesn't have the ability to really see what's true, does it? So it sees a lot of false evidence as true because it's based on false evidence. <laughs> and if we really. proceed sucking all that in, and, and we can't do anything about it. But here, here's another question. Okay, if you're, say, as a person, I myself every day, I'll drive along and I'll say, everything I'm doing is just wrong. I know this is wrong. The way the whole world's programmed and it's all about I instead of us, I know it's wrong. I'm in Rome doing as the Romans do, so I'm just going to keep laying in my bed doing the same shit over and over again because I'm too lazy to do anything about it. How do you get to the point where you just put all that to the wayside and say, no, that's not I would ask, who is it that's saying it all? Tell you the truth, just step back on another step. Yeah, ask who it is that feels like it's disconnected. See. I mean, it's assuming or... there's a fact that it's disconnected. Well, but is that which is assuming the fact it's disconnected, is that a fact? I'd ask it who it is. See if it shows up. See if you ever meet what's doing all these things. Yeah. You know what I mean? The other way you go that way becomes moral and ethical and shit like that. I just, that's not the topic in these, this meeting. Yeah. This isn't about, you yeah, know, it's yeah. so step back. Step back and ask, who is it that feels like it's doing nothing and just laying around and da da da? Yeah? Well, not laying around, but knowing that uh, there are other choices that would probably be better. You don't see how that drives you crazy? You can. See, let's say it's all set that you're going to do one thing, and then it tells you you could have done tons of things. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Basically, the, the reaching your full potential throughout the lifetime that you have. <laughs> we have. This is our full potential. You just don't think so. That's all. 
the system doesn't think this is its full potential. This okay. is it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> this is. Gonna this be. is always going to be a. It's like driving a cattle herd in time. <laughs> yeah. There's no acceptance in that. Acceptance is in seeing what you thought was you as what you're not, and then there's something that you would never give it to give it when it was you, which is acceptance is freely there. Yeah. Finally, it's okay not to be so okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. And I'll tell you, it's the greatest day for the body because the body can't handle being thought about all day. It can't. It's not. A, it's not. Doesn't do well as the center of the universe. <laughs> it's a. You know what I mean? It's. A, <laughs> it's like. It's. You know, you're not going to polish a Toyota into being a chariot of the gods. It's a Toyota. <laughs> You know what I mean? It has its limitations. It doesn't, it's, it's programming is formatted to a point where it's source code, it's constantly trying to get out of itself as itself, and it can't work. We saw it in recovery by saying self can't get out of self. You hear it in spirituality, you can't use yourself to find yourself, but yet it keeps fucking doing it, yeah? It's sort of like if you brought a robot and you finally found the glitch in it, it's like, oh, no, 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 this is what's happening. The thing just keeps trying to get out of itself itself. It goes this way, and instead of not hitting the wall, it just changes vehicles. <laughs> maybe, maybe the Cadillac will get through. Maybe if I become spiritual, it'll get through. Yes, it's always a fucking drive to get out of self as self. That's the drive of all addiction and spiritual addiction. So spirituality is within you without looking for it? Of course. Your nature is of spirit. I mean, you want to call it a, a thing called spirituality? I would just, it's just what is. Yeah. How could. Let's say there's people who are constantly divining themselves or their group as different, and yet they want inclusion in everything, yes? We start on our, a lot of our movements from a false separation or emptiness, and then we want to have connection, yeah? But you are connected already. Just lose interest in that which is holding all these crazy ideas with fucking great nobility. Lose interest in that, and you'll see things in a much clearer way, yeah? Without any thought or effort. I'm not waking up in the morning, I want to see things in a clearer way, you know? It's just thrust upon me, so to speak, as this, yeah? And, and the beautiful thing is, this starts stabilizing and travels lighter. Not like the mythical, everything's gonna get great, no. It travels lighter through whatever life has in store for the action figure. It travels lighter through it all. And after years of observing that and experiencing that, I've come to the conclusion, what more do you freaking want? Yeah? All these mythical arrivals are just mimicking the really feeling of being okay. Yeah? We, we hope we will be okay, and then we live in an okayness, sort of like a whipping so that we'll get to the okayness. I think it's slavery. I think it's fucking slavery. And it's played out through time. 
I'm you know, I'm starting from what I'm talking about. There's contentment and satisfaction instead of irritability, restlessness, and discontent. It works a whole lot different, yeah? It's the idea on having never left as the beginning of my day is much different than trying to arrive at where as from uh, trying to arrive at where I thought I've gone from. Yeah, I feel like I've left something and I have to get back to it. It's baloney. Do I want to use every day as a vehicle of arrival, or would I love just to be available? Hey, on having never left, I'm fucking available. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> you know, I mean, uh, you know, that gone, gone, gone would be maybe a G.O. That's about it. <laughs> you lose interest in all this because you are it. And you've realized the futility of using yourself to find yourself. All the great awakenings in, in spirituality are rude awakenings. You realize the futility of using what you're not to find what you are. It's just that freaking simple. It crashes in on you, and there's a great acceptance that this ain't going to get it. Yeah. <laughs> this ain't going to have it. Ain't going to get it. It doesn't matter how much time you put into the thing. Time isn't going to change the fact. Yeah. You're not this. <laughs> and the funny thing is you are, and yet you're not this. Yeah. That's what happened with me, just like in recovery. They told me, you know, I, was, I wasn't getting it. And so life had to intervene. And it was a regular day at the office. I was just trying to keep drunk until I could get high on some dope. Yet, I was in this situation that I'd been in months. I had no money. So I had to convince other people to do what, to do what I wanted to do. And my batting average was going precipitously down. I wasn't being successful, so I was super pissed. So I came out of a blackout in a trailer, sitting with a guy I didn't know, and he had a big head and a bulbous nose and varicose veins. We were passing a bottle of vodka back and forth. I looked at him, I said, this guy's a bum. And lo and behold, he was looking at me like I was a bum, and suddenly the fucking thing stopped. And something downloaded. And it didn't go to the thought system. We call it the innermost in AA. And it was a simple download. It was like a CNN newsflash, just a headline, and it was, I'm fucked. And I'd been fucked for quite a while, but my ability to deny that was fucking like fucking Herculean. Yeah? Landed on me. The next statement was, and I'm not managerial quality. So what I'm relying on is a failed system. That's what happened. And I realized it. And it got, it struck me sober. And I've never had a strong feeling about drinking and using for 31 years. And the next day, life introduced me to a way of life that would have let that sobriety be expressed called recovery. Yes, that's exactly what happened. So I became thoroughly convinced of certain points. And the point is, your equipment isn't gonna pick up what you are. It's not gonna read it. It's not like a Geiger counter because you are it. 
see the futility of trying to get it, trying to understand it, trying to experience it, trying to stabilize it, you know, spent having all those great phenomena and then run, running after them for 30 years. Yeah, yeah, you see the futility of it all. And then suddenly the fucking slavery stops. What's generating it has been dismissed, it has been seen through, yeah? You've seen the emperor and it has no clothes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there you are, and then see what happens after that. You'll find out a lot. It'll be quite revelatory, yeah? Because now you're looking at the system, not from the system. You're seeing what you're not from what you are. And more gets revealed. And then suddenly, all the hopes to arrive somewhere, you've been there the whole fucking time. Yeah? But you thought there was gonna be a giant gallery, and there would be like, you'd be at the cliff with a fan in the midair blowing your hair back with girlfriends and hopefully future girlfriends seeing how wonderful you are to surrender your individuality it's not fucking like that at all it's ordinary dog shit awareness but you never get gypped no matter what the head says or says that it did say or is gonna say you're not beholden to it you're inherently awake It's demonstrated all day, seeing, hearing, feeling, tasting, touching. Yeah? When you go back into time, all there is is thinking. When you go into the future, all there is is thinking. That's the God of self. Yeah? Yeah. Does it mean you have to stop or start doing anything? No, you weren't doing it to begin with. Yeah? Why would you use a philosophy to destroy a passion? If you love fucking doing something, do it. Do I ever think about, oh, have I, do I go in the water too much before I go in the ocean? <laughs> Fuck that. Any chance I get, I go in the ocean. <laughs> I don't, oh, am I, am I, uh, <laughs> Am I getting addicted to the ocean? I'm way past that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that's and I'm not that. I am not. Oh, you're an addict to no, I'm not. I don't care if eight hundred fucking people try to pin it on me. I don't see it that way. You know what I mean? <laughs> people oh man. Look at what happens at these type of talks. Has has the word enlightenment been helpful? at these type of talks? Or has it driven people crazy? And if you really looked at it, I mean, as somewhat objectively as you can, wouldn't it have been better if you had never heard about that word? And then for the last 20 years, awakening, wouldn't it have been better if that was never even fucking mentioned? Really. So here are words that when claimed by what you're not are used to produce suffering, that actually the definition is the cessation of all suffering. You know how extreme that is? That one of the definitions of enlightenment is the cessation of all suffering, and yet what's entertaining it in these groups is producing suffering out of it. It's like that word when you 
it's like a chase. You're trying to produce a state as what you're not. And it's just like, well, for me, it was like a 10, 12 year thing. I'm, try, I'm chasing a state as what I'm not, like whether it's through drugs or uh, yeah. meditation, uh, more time of, I used to have a bookshelf that was, well, I wanted that book too. Yeah, <laughs> yes. See, but uh, it's, it's just like this endless, endless chase as what you're not. But it isn't, it's just over now. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's kind of pushed aside for sure. There you go. So it's not endless. See, that's what it loves to say. It loves to give extreme shits that are finite. It's going to be an endless. No, it isn't. Yeah. It can, it's going to stop. Well, there is a. There, you're going to. Yeah, there's an end point. Yeah, now. How about now? Yeah. The end point is at every now. Why not this now? Yeah. You're going to. What can a failed system show you? It's failed. That's its purpose. Haven't you seen the failure of the systems you've been relying on? There you go, they've served you. Yeah? You don't need to stand on with a crutch. You don't. You can let those things, like Jesus says, get up, you can walk. Yeah? Yeah. Why are we delaying it so long? We must be pledging allegiance to the God of what we're not, really. Yeah. Yes? Um. So I thought about yesterday's talk, and I guess, I don't know. How wonderful it was. It was yeah, really it was wonderful. Great. Was it? Yeah, then thank it was you. Good. Let's go on with that for a while, yes. <laughs> yeah, it's just a very simple observation, maybe it's something, but I thought that, uh, I mean, just a direct observation, that the mind does have ability to take a viewpoint, right? Like if I tell you a story, you can think about it in first person and see, okay? Um, and, and if, if the mind produces these types of viewpoints all day from the history or the future, and it also produces a view of being the one watching the story, right, that's also the view, and then trying to, like you said, get the salvation for imaginary self, that's another viewpoint. All of these are sort of like different vantage points of looking, right? But what's looking is obviously not the, not any one of the viewpoints. Yes. It's just what's, just beyond that, right? Well, beyond, before, around, yes. Why do you feel they're seeing, let's say, and then the seeing, when translated in time, is seen as looking? So we're truly using seeing, yes, masquerading as looking to look for seeing, yeah? What's looking right now is what you're looking for. It's the looking for that's blinding you. What's looking is what you're looking for. It's the looking for that's blinding you to the scene. Because you're using the scene to look for the scene. And the warnings have been there. That's not going to fly. Yeah? So what, what's the best move to do? Let's question who's the looker. Maybe you're not that, and then you'll realize, then you'll find out you're the seeing, yeah? And then you'll see what you're not looking for what you are. You'll see it, yeah? Not from that, but from the seeing, yeah? And then, you know what? There's no move to fucking do anything about it. It's just mechanical. But the, 
the, the ghost in the machine has been lifted. You're out of there in a sense, yeah? And then you see it, it's just mechanical. And then your hopes or your idea that it could only be great if that stops isn't so, yeah? Because it's, again, it's sucking relevance. It believes it can fuck everything up. It can't, yeah? You just see it. You see it's mechanical little thing. It arises wherever you are and claims to be you. That's just what it does. You're not gonna convince it otherwise. You're not gonna train it like a fucking service dog. It's got a certain move, and that's what it does. And you just see you're not that, that's all. And then more gets revealed. So maybe you get clear on one ring, and then there's a then someone comes and shares, hey, there's a two or three more rings, you get clear on that. And what when you back into, what you back into seeing, that's it, yeah? Now you're being, and you're and you're conscious, and you're and you're aware of being, yeah, yeah. And so you're you're sort of there, and a lot of shit is revealed as false evidence from there. You don't have to try to make it false or investigate it much. It's obvious, yeah, yeah. And you are what you've been looking for, and the seeker is the sought, and all these cryptic statements are true. They were warnings. To me, a real, incredibly clear spiritual message is a warning, really. They're warning you of certain pitfalls that reintroduce or reinforce what you're not. Yeah. All the while thinking you're reinforcing what you are. Yeah. They're being used, yes, like the spiritual practice themselves are reinforcing what you're not. How can they destroy it? Well, it's not. Look at your spiritual practices, if you call them that, and see if that may be the case. If it is, there you go. Wear the shoe, it fit, yeah? And I'll tell you, things will change. And maybe I found a, content, satisfied on having never left is a good starting point for every day. Yeah, instead of using this, you know, get ready, get set, go, you know? It's sort of like you chilled out and you see how the wind's blowing, so to speak, yeah? It's time to make money, I make money. When it's not time to make money, I don't try to make money. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So is meditation a good thing or a It could thing? be. It's what, it, how, what, what's before it, how, what before it sees it. Action is an action. It's neutral. It's what's before it that's going to give it the meaning. Well, in my own experience, whether it's meditation or some other forms of assistance, anything that slows the mind down seems to be beneficial to me. Well, then keep applying it then. Would you say that's in a lot of cases? Slowing the mind down because of all the random thoughts that are going through it? I'm sure it is. Yeah, because look at the business involved in it. Yeah, there's a lot of business in slowing the mind down, isn't there? Yeah. Yeah, there you go. So it must be speeding, speeding up, or something saying it's a little too fast. See, I believe things have their purpose until they don't, yeah? And so everything can have a, an expiration date. If you keep using it, it may be a disservice. 
that was which was once a service. It's given the meaning of that which is before it. So if mind has been bitch slapped by the statements of you can't use the Buddha to seek the Buddha, then maybe the avenues of how that was expressed may be not availed to anymore for a while, yes? So I don't meditate formally. I don't do anything since for years. And I'm here to tell you the spiritual roof hasn't caved in on me. <laughs> and I get messages from what's happening. It seeps through the thick noggin and it tells me Instead of reading scriptures, I want you to read Yankee blogs, like a baseball team, yeah? Don't <laughs> put your target down, and maybe your day's success would be based on finding a good latte. Or <laughs> getting to a thrift store, instead of, you know, <laughs> learning another meditation technique. Because what I see here, this selfing that's happening is, is looking for mobile narcissus pawns, yeah? It wants to get into something that reflects it, a big reflection. Now, my head believes certain things were more noble than other things. It, it believed meditation and spirituality is more noble than doing the dishes and shit. So it was casting a big reflection of a spiritual self, yes? So, in a way, one of the greatest insurance policies is my life got very, very mundane down, very, very ordinary, and basically the surfaces of objects aren't reflecting much. You know, seriously. And I don't know, and uh, the surface that had the, the most reflectiveness was spirituality in my humble action figure. Because when I was out there as a house painter, yeah? And at the end, I wasn't even that good at that. But I really was a good spiritual practitioner. I went, you know, Thai forest monastery retreats, fucking all the, <laughs> I had a good resume. So I felt like, a, you know, I had respect and self-esteem for myself, you know, and I had a spiritual face, really. And I was trying to save the spiritual face quite a lot. <laughs> so I do much better in the mundaneness of life. <laughs> I'm like a cattle grazing. I'm like a free range alcoholic. I'm not burning down houses. And I'm not, <laughs> I, have, I have no interest in liberation whatsoever. I have been totally believed that they need to be liberated because that which needs to be liberated isn't me. <laughs> that which needs to feel connected isn't me. That which says it's unconnected isn't me. <laughs> That's, that what says a thought can take me out of the moment isn't me. I don't believe any of it, yeah? So the easiest thing is realize how long does it take to get out of an imaginary place? <laughs> no time at all. <laughs> How much do I have to prepare for the trip? Nothing. <laughs>
I don't care. I found the solution. The best way to get out of here is to be completely here. <laughs> completely. <laughs> I mean, completely. So, yeah. And I'm just passing on what I learned, really. And I'm just hopefully warning you because this system is stubborn and it's got some good moves. Yeah. It can, it can uh, claim the rug right out, of, out from underneath your feet. Yeah. And so, but if, you're, if it's pointed out to you, you can see it because you're prior to it. You are. If you're taking yourself to be a noun, you're after it. You're never going to see it. You're going to be looking from it. You're never going to see it. You're never going to see it from this side. You see it from this side. And I'm saying you're already established here. Yeah? It wants to put you there. Yeah? And then establish itself here. So therefore, you're looking, yeah? That's no seeing, that's looking. You wanna see. You don't want the seeing to turn into looking because it will blind you to what's seeing. You wanna see that, and it is an activity you can notice. Yeah, yeah. and then it brings a lightness to your life and to your activities, yeah? It's better than 50 time massages. It's, it's like a, a very deep relaxation where you're basically, that mortal coil is uncoiled. <laughs> you're just not fucking that tightly wound anymore. <laughs> you just sort of went, hey, whatever's happening. Yeah. <laughs> because it's happening, yes? The biggest thing, look at your head. Where does your head, what's, the, the greatest effect on the head is what's not happening, isn't it? Most people who are having a bad night, it isn't based on tonight. It's based on maybe last night or next week. What's not happening is not happening. It can only seem to be happening if what's happening is entertaining it. We are what's happening, entertaining what's not happening, allowing What's not happening to affect us? It's mind-boggling. There's a great, you ever hear of the Course in Miracles? There's a statement in the Course. It says, you and I are the dreaming of the dreaming. It says dream, but I don't like a noun. So I think everything is an activity. So you and I are the dreaming of the dreaming. We forget that we're dreaming. How the hell does that seem to happen? See, well, I believe it's in being identified as the dreamt, yeah? So suddenly now, the dreaming, seemingly, in other words, it appears to the dreaming that it's forgotten. It hasn't forgotten, but it appears to the dreaming it's forgotten by being temporarily identified as a thing. So now it's looking at the dreaming from the dreamt, and it sees the dreaming as real, yeah? So now everything it's dreaming, it's giving the power, to, it's giving those things the power to affect it as the dreamt. This is everyone's day. Everyone seems to be in the forgetfulness of being the dreaming, and now, and everything we're dreaming now has the ability to bite us in our fucking proverbial ass, as the dreamt. So now you're dreaming thoughts, now you're calling them yours, and now they own you. <laughs> Don't they? 
You believe you're, you're the thinker. There's a belief that you're the thinker. The thoughts are now yours, and now the thoughts own you. They can ruin a fucking two-week holiday in, Cal you know, in uh, fucking Hawaii. One thought. You own the feelings, or my feelings, and then the feelings have you. <laughs> and the action is the most strongest glue in this place, because the most stubborn fucking part of the system of selfing is doership. So, an action happens, your fucking sentence says the doer, and then you take the consequences of those actions. Yeah? It's a trip. I mean, I feel like it's, that's all I want to hear. I don't want to hear about what I am. I don't. I don't want to hear that I'm consciousness and shit like that. It doesn't go anywhere. I want to hear about what I'm not so I can recognize I'm not that. Finally. Yeah, and get on with it. And at least get established in a correct position of the horse and the cart, and then see where your travels take you. But at least let's get it aligned, yeah? Let's have the verb be in its rightful place and the noun to be seen as imagined instead of the noun being the, the interpretive point of all the verbing. So I'm looking at how did I have something to do with this? If I don't, can't blame me, I'll blame you. If I can't blame you, I'll blame God. Something did it. No, there's no need for something to do anything. There's just doing, 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 doing. Here we're in Rome, so you get convicted of what seems to happen through you. But in a way, let's say I had a dog and that dog took a shit on my neighbor's lawn. The neighbor called me up and said, your fucking dog took a shit. I'd go there and clean up the shit because I'm accountable for that dog. But I wouldn't be fucking having guilt and shame for the next 30 years because I didn't take the shit. The dog did. So I cleaned it up and then I forgot about it in a day or two. Yeah. But see, when you think you took the shit, oh, then you're a shitter of places you shouldn't have taken a shit, and on and on and on and on and on and on and on. And it's constantly a giant fucking mental minutia parade all day by the claiming of shit you have nothing to do with. That's the bondage of self. The bondage of self is an activity. That's all it is. Everything here is an activity. You're never bound, but there's the act of being bonded to self. But you're never bound, but there's a seeming bondage to self. It's mind-boggling. Are you bound? No, but you sure feel like it. Yes. That's the verbing. I've done the best I can. I can't, you know. I can dissect it and paint it in so many fucking colors. But basically, it's a simple shift. Look at your own head and your, the own interpretation you're being fed. Is the noun being placed before all the verbing? If that's the case, I'm telling you, the cart is in front of the horse. Yes? Maybe if you, just like when you were a kid, you saw life is happening and then you grew into an interpretation of life's happening to me. You became the noun of life, yes? But before, when you were a baby and young, you just saw the verbing of living, yeah. Something switched, and then a noun, a noun got placed in the primary position and then gave meaning to all the verbs. 
when the verb is like a river, yeah? The noun gives it direction. We, now, you know, I did this, you did, ah, da, 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 it's insane. Verbing, that's all there is. It was so awesome because I had a mental landscape of fabricated nouns and one day a wind blew all the nouns away. <laughs> and I just said everything is verbing. Verbing and there was no noun to be found as far as you can see. No, all the verbing never made a noun. <laughs> never, never, never. All the running doesn't make a runner. <laughs> <laughs> all the lying doesn't make a liar, all the thinking doesn't make a thinker, all the feeling doesn't make a feeler. You want the freedom from the bondage of self, you are the freedom from the bondage of self. Stop wanting it and be it. And then you won't want it because you are, really. You'll lose all interest in this. That's that, I think. Yeah? Let's pass a basket. Do we have one? No? Yes? <laughs>